This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. I want to remind you uh, about our good friends at Miki Couture. I've got a great deal going right now for Valentine's Day. Get 30% off right now any regularly priced blanket with code word WELCOME30 on MikiCouture.com and take care of that Valentine's Day gift. Uh, Visit a location near you, Ogden, Layton, Draper, Orem, Sugar House, and St. George. Miki Couture for Valentine's Day. That's Miki Couture. We're live at the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Uh, Shout out to Chad who came in, Gordon, asking about uh, those T-shirts to support Tom. Got a couple of of tweets. uh, online uh, best wishes to Tom's family. So uh, pretty cool. Wanted to give Chad a shout out and uh, and say thank you to those folks that have that have reached out. And uh, yeah, we've been uh, talking to Clayton. He's uh, he's kind of stepping in and and well, not kind of. He is stepping in and doing Tom's role and and keeping the family business going. So just uh, keeping our listeners up to date on that. Uh, Gordon, I feel like uh, and I'm about to retweet this. We got a tweet from uh, Sam on Twitter. He put out a Twitter poll. He said, who would you rather watch the Super Bowl with uh, for the game and for the food, uh, Scotty and Hans or the Big Show? And uh, I, I feel like we're going to lose this. We will. We will because those guys talk about food all the time. What, they, what folks don't realize is that, uh, is that uh, I, well, I was going to say that I'm really good in the kitchen, but uh, my wife – I'm telling you, <laughs> Scotty and Hans, who? So you're volunteering who? your wife to cook for people? That doesn't. No, seem, I'm that just saying that uh, it's going to be it's going to be good. You, you're saying that she can out cook Scotty and Hans. Uh, maybe not when it comes to certain things, but uh, a lot of things, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, all right. All right. I like that. I, okay. We're 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 advocating by saying that Lisa's talented. I, I agree with that. I just tweeted this out, Gordon. I feel like we would do better. I feel like we would actually win if people actually knew how much Hans talks offensive line when you're watching a game with him. <laughs> I've watched a lot of games with Hans, and I'll tell you what, it, it's been it's always very educational. It is. It's, it's very educational. But do, but do you really want an offensive line lesson when you're watching the Super Bowl, or do you want to sit back and enjoy it? <laughs> I think I'll take uh, I'll take the latter. I, I feel like if people actually understood how much uh, offensive line conversation, how much you think like, oh, I'd be watching the game, the Super Bowl with Hans, and I could talk to him about his stories and experiences, and and he'd the, be the same happy-go-lucky guy he is on the radio. Nope, he's taking notes and talking offensive line. That's what he's doing. So I yeah, I, he's he's really not very much fun, is he? he he's just uh, all business. He's, he is. He's all business, and he's talking about kick steps and punches and jabs and <laughs> and Lord knows what else. I mean, it just just 
I mean, it's, it's, I, I've learned this, and I mean this as a, as a compliment to Hans, because I've, after watching football with Hans Olsen, I view watching football totally different than I used to. I used to enjoy watching football. I did. I used to like the big passes and the big runs and, and uh, you know, the quarterback play. And now whenever I watch a football game, all I watch is the stupid lines. And it has really made the sport boring for me. Yeah, and uh, as opposed to, like, when I'm watching a football game nowadays, like uh, on, on Super Bowl Sunday, uh, my son-in-law is a former college quarterback, and my other son-in-law is a former college receiver. And so it uh, the, the, the talk is vibrant and interesting. It's not about what's going on with the grunts, you know. So your, your, your biggest <laughs> reason that people should vote for us is because of your family. Your family yes. is because yeah you don't want to watch yeah, a game my, with me. My, my wife's going to make great food, and I've got I've got all kinds of expertise. And then of course, uh, Jake, with you and me, there's our charming sense of humor. You know, absolutely. If you really want a sarcastic look at the Super Bowl, then <laughs> <laughs> then we're for you. <laughs> if you're really looking to put a smile on your face, we're your guys. If you uh, if you want to to, to uh, really criticize uh, and uh, and uh, laugh at every bad commercial, that's what we do. We'll point out every flaw. <laughs> yeah, the Super Bowl is so much more than just breaking down the offensive line. You it know, is. Exactly. there's all the there's all the, the the pageantry that goes alongside and commentary, and that's what we're good for. Uh, shout out to Josh B on Twitter. Who said Jake and Gordon all the way. I'll pass on the O line lessons. Yeah, there you go, Josh. <laughs> You're the man. All right, uh, let's get to what's going on here on the big show on 97.5 and 1280 the zone. No big deal. DJ and PK had Steve Young on this morning. Super Bowl winning quarterback, Cougar, great. And really, the whole interview was really, really good. Uh, you can download it where you get podcasts, but uh, we thought we'd do a little piece of it for what's going on. Here's Steve Young on the Super Bowl. Steve Young joining us. Steve, you've already said you're not into some of these bar fight kind of arguments and all that. But there's one around Andy Reid that I know you've heard and you're aware of. You know, ah, oh, he's a really good coach. He can't win the big one. Well, then he wins the big one. Now he's one game away from going back-to-back. So one of 12 coaches to go to three Super Bowls. He'd be the seventh coach to go back-to-back. Next year, he should pass Curly Lambeau and be the fifth winningest coach in NFL history. So how quickly does debate on Andy go from uh, he can't win the big one to this guy's one of the all-time all-timers? It's already there. That's what happens when you win the big one. It's just it's amazing, and he deserves it. And, uh, and what he's built in Kansas City, is very much to me like the girl the Golden State Warriors have, uh, and really through their championships and and probably made hopefully in the future, they've built a culture of selflessness amongst superstars. That's unusual, and that is why they're so difficult to beat. They say, oh, the plays they're calling or the, start, the you know the incredible talent. Yes, it's all wonderful, but the thing that makes them really tough to beat is what Andy's built and the culture of the place. And so that's becoming more and more appreciated is Andy's style and the way that he calls plays. He's going to be he's one of the more – you know, you can feel say he's the most innovative guy in the league. Well, there's a couple, three, four guys that are most innovative when you talk about Sean Payton, Sean McVay, and Kyle, uh, um, Kyle Shanahan. Those are the guys to me that week to week are trying to do new things, pressing the envelope, um, uh, and, and really setting the tone for the future of the NFL. 
so Andy Reid at his, you know, uh, he's been around a long time, but he, he's so, you know, he's fresh, right? Everybody, he's doing things that no one else is doing, and he's doing it with players that are doing, cra- you know, crazy good things. So the Chiefs, you know, you think about Andy, he's not, it's not over. The 2020s are the decade of the Chiefs, and, and until otherwise proven. Like, there's other teams that will challenge. But right now, they're built to win and go back-to-back-to-back-to-back. To back to back to back. It's hard to do. We get that. But Andy Reid's going to go – I mean, he's a Hall of Fame coach now. I mean, by the time he's done, you know, they'll be – I think they'll be talking about him as kind of one of the all-time greats. And Curly Lambeau and, you know, Bill Walsh and even Bill Belichick. I think Andy Reid's headed there. If you look at my Twitter, uh, the the uh, the gif I put up to promote your appearance here this morning is uh, Plumber taking the monkey off your back. Oh, I hate that. Do I you really? <laughs> Why do you hate that? Oh, well, because it didn't reflect how I felt. And this is, I'm sorry to hold you out, but let me just let me just explain it. I I felt that monkey in uh, you know that weight, the deadly weight. It felt like it was oppressive in '91. That's one of the year kind of I took over, and I was dying. It was a brutal year, and I I did not handle it well. And it was, and but I had an experience, and I I, I chronicled it in my little book that I wrote, but uh, with Steve Covey on a on a plane that changed my life, as far as that perspective, and it changed it literally. And so '92 was a, just a different person, and I felt I was free of that weight, uh, more so than I'd ever been. And so by '94, it just wasn't. You know, I, I almost, I just, I don't know why I said it. I don't know, it wasn't in my mind. It wasn't a thing. I guess I was so elated and excited that we'd won the Super Bowl. I, I did it, and, and, and Gary, I don't know, I just, it did, it's fine. It probably was perceptionally the right thing to do for everyone who followed. But for me personally, I just like, I don't, I don't feel that anymore. So anyway, keep it up. It's fine. Put it the GIF. Put the GIF on there. It's good. I'll find another one. What's your favorite yeah, gift? I like it. I was like, you know, it was, it was true. Look, whether I thought there was or not, there was certainly a perception that there was. Yeah. I mean, look, I if think... I would have lost that Super Bowl, I, I, I think it would have been, hey, Steve, you know, good luck. You know, how, how does how does uh, Vallejo, Sacramento, Auburn, <laughs> Reno, Elko, you know, on your way, but on your way, big boy. We'll see you later. Winnemucca, hello. Oh, you didn't, and the fans loved it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's great. So anyway, you have a little more personal insight to my insanity. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, All right. I'll get you. I'll, I'll put one out here for you. Here's you throwing a touchdown pass against the Cowboys. You'll like that one better. That's better. Oh, yeah. Right before the half. Grab that one. That was, that was the Tom Brady <laughs> special from last week in the past, a couple weeks in the Packer game. Right before half. Did you, did you laugh when Brady said he was going to play past 45, or do you think he's going to do it? You're big on the NFL as a different league now. No, he can do it. The league is, that's the league. I mean, Tom said it to me, right? Like, you can't patrol the middle of the field anymore. No one can, the safeties can't launch. There's no, the middle of the field in the NFL in the old days, you, you just, you didn't, you, unless you really knew what you were doing and you had somebody that knew what they were doing, you didn't mess around in there. Now it's just wide open. Is it the flat? I could throw the flat. I could go 25 for 25 in the flat. You know? I mean, and, and again, no one can hit me. No, I mean, anytime that somebody hits me, they don't know how to. I can see the light defense line trying to figure out how to hit me. That's fair and I'm not going to get flagged. So there's, it's just, there's no reason unless your arm quits that you would, that you would stop playing. 
And by the way, not that it like at this point matters, but you're making forty million dollars a year. <laughs> you know? There you go, the great Steve Young on with DJ and PK early uh, earlier this morning. Uh, it, interesting. He was talking about how the how the game has changed and they've really simplified things and the rules have helped. Right where you didn't even and and of course uh, you did, uh, very few players ever went over went over the middle back in Steve's day. Right and now they, they utilize the whole field because you just can't play the same way you used to. Well, think about a defensive lineman trying to corral Steve Young with a thought in the back of his mind that he, he has to be careful now. You imagine how hard that would be to be able to contain him with his mobility? I mean, you can't get a clean shot on him or else you're going to get flagged. You're going to hurt your team. And so he, he'd, he'd be darn near impossible to play against with uh, his set of skills and with his accuracy. Uh, that was interesting what he said. <laughs> he could go 25 and 25 by just throwing in the flat. It, well, it's interesting when you look at Tom Brady and and Gordon. You've talked a lot this uh, the last couple of weeks about uh, if he plays till forty five or whatever. But I think if you combine what Steve said right there about kind of simplifying things with what uh, with uh, what Chris Hoke said on DJ or excuse me on Hanson Scotty today, where he came on, he said this is this Tom Brady is a different quarterback than the Tom Brady that he played against. The Tom Brady that he played against, he he used the phrase dropping dimes. Right. Like, I mean, could make every throw on the field and and did it with just pinpoint accuracy. And now he can't make every throw on the field, but he knows the game so well. And the game, you know, combine that with the simplification of everything. And he's still found a way to be incredibly effective because of, you know, he's like the Vince Carter of football where he's, you know, the the throws, maybe all the throws he used to make aren't necessarily necessarily there. But he's really adjusted his game to still be extremely effective. Yeah, and that's why I brought up the other day when we were talking about who had the coaching edge. You normally would Andy Reid, just like those guys were talking about, just a, a, an all-time coach, and uh, and Arians on the other side. Of that well, well, we'll see about that. But you got Tom Brady, who's on the field, who is like a coach. I mean, he's old enough to be a coach. He's mature enough to be a coach, and he, he knows the game like a coach, and he's actually handling the ball. And we'll see how much that uh, how much that matters against the Chiefs or the Chefs, as I like to call them. Yeah, yeah. Well, one Still, thing's for sure: Tom Brady doesn't have a monkey to get off his back. Uh, that thing was shed a long, long time ago, and I thought that was interesting what Steve said about that. That uh, I'm that sure he hates it. You know, I, I that was interesting to see to hear him react that way. That way, but it was true. At the, I mean, he's Steve replaced a legend. You know, the the Niners pushed out the at the time greatest quarterback of all time to give Steve a, a crack at it. So, I I think that oh well emotion or that situation was very real to get out from under Joe Montana's shadow. Well, he sure played great in that Super Bowl, didn't he? Have six touchdown passes, if I yeah, remember. Took apart Man. the Chargers and that the Chargers defense that year was was really good too. With who was the there was of course Junior Seau but who was uh, um, Leslie O'Neill wasn't he the 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 defensive lineman that was so good sounds about right and that char- uh, that uh, Chargers team had a, a, a Weber State Wildcat on it right Alfred Papunu remember him oh yeah he used to pop the cork on the football when he scored a touchdown 
his nephew went to high school with me. I always thought oh, that, yeah. that was cool. Like, wow, your uncle's awesome NFL tight end. I always thought that was really cool. But I remember talking, interviewing uh, him, and uh, he told me his life story. Very interesting. He, and he was a terrific player. It's good to hear Steve's voice on our air. Uh, we've had him on before. And uh, remember when his brother entered our wing eating contest? Yeah, I do remember that when we did wing, Wingers Bowl. What his a, brother was it? Who? Which brother was it? I'm trying to remember. I can't um, remember. And his mom showed up to root him on. <laughs> yeah, Steve is. I, I've always considered him to be one of the greats. Really, I mean, just because he, the things that he could do on the field were. I mean, he may not. He might not have had John Elway's arm, but he he was accurate. And I've rarely seen a quarterback move like that. All right, we're here at the warehouse in Salt Lake. We'll get to more coming up next, 1825 South, 300 West. Price is so low, it'll blow your mind. Uh, Clayton, we used to do a, a chicken wing eating contest. We did it for – how long we do it for, Gordon? We probably did it for six, seven years, right? Yeah, Maybe? years and years. And uh, I, it was amazing, one, how messy uh, a radio promotion could be because oh it was – but it was not pretty, like not pretty at all. <laughs> I wouldn't like, do well. Not, Christopher would do well. He can pound some food. It, it it was pretty amazing how how much how much these guys could put away and and a couple guys of, were guys were putting inside what was it twelve minutes and eighty seconds or yeah. something is that and, and guys were putting away a, over a hundred wings were they dipping in, them in water I hate when people no uh, we didn't we didn't do any of that soft stuff it was straight <laughs> it was straight wing real man stuff yeah right no water I <laughs> was it was pretty that was pretty we did some interesting events back in the day that one that one was something. It was a big. We used to. It was a huge prize. We used to do like Hawaiian vacations and stuff for the winter. So yeah. I mean, guys would take it serious. Talking about interesting stuff, I've I've only heard stories, and I kind of remember, but I'm pretty sure my dad used to be on TV and diaper like grown up diapers doing funny stuff <laughs> <laughs> when he was doing D D Mart stack it deep and sell it cheap. I've heard all the stories, man. So hey, it's it's uh, whatever you can do to get attention. That's right. That's what you do. Get some, uh, for, get some customers. Well, let's get some customers, let's, shall we? Let's do what it. Are, what do we want to hit on in this one? We're still here. We're still selling furniture, and let's let's get after it. We're here in Salt Lake, and I want to talk about some stuff that we always talk about. All right. We're. Uh, we're I want to bring up to bring up to our customers the Solid King adjustable bed. Now, usually when you're thinking of an adjustable bed, you're thinking head up, foot up. Um, you're thinking, you know, maybe I can get a little massage in there. We have. Solid King adjustable beds that are normally $4,400. I'm doing them this weekend through Tuesday. It's gonna, we're going to add a day. We usually do right. Monday. I like it. Through Tuesday for $1,599. And I'm going to throw in a free mattress. I'm going to throw in the Made in America gel-infused memory foam. If you want the hybrid, it's $50 more. But if you want the gel, uh, gel-infused memory foam, I'm going to give it to you free at that $15.99 price. So you pay $15.99, you're going to get an adjustable bed. It's a solid king adjustable bed with a free mattress where our competitors sell it for $4,400. That's incredible. So you're saving over $2,500. I'm giving you the adjustable base with a free mattress at the purchase. Yeah, people, you know, driving around probably all the time think, oh, I can't afford an adjustable bed. You can. You, you definitely absolutely can. can. And why? Because my dad has built those relationships, and he's gone, and he's fought for deals, and we get those deals so you can save. Not only do we have Solid King, we have the Split King. Normally, our com- our, our competitors are $5,200. I'm going to do the same thing. We're going to do 
20 we're gonna do 1999 with the adjustable base same thing I'm gonna throw in the free mattress which is the gel infused uh, memory foam and if you want the hybrid hybrid means you have springs beneath the memory foam on top so that extra springs $50 more but I'm gonna do it for 1999 through Tuesday you come and get the adjust the, get the split king so kind of a his hers you know if your wife starts snoring bump her up a little bit <laughs> make her stop snoring practice a little social distance if you have the split king right and uh, we're gonna do it for 1999 usually our, our competitors are $5,200 Jake if you need an adjustable bed we're your guys in Utah don't forget that and I'm gonna do something crazy we have a special deal for the Super Bowl Super Bowl Sunday um, I'm not gonna tell you who I want to win because every time I say it then they don't win so we'll keep yeah. that a secret I'll tell you off air, Jake. All right. All but right. we got a 42-inch TV. I got two of them. Wow. All right. We're going to do $300, $299 for, for, the, for one of them. And the other one, we're going to do uh, $349. I only have That's two. That's unheard of. So come in if you, need a, if you need a flat screen TV for the game. I got two TVs. We're doing $299 and $349, 42-inchers. One's an LG, and the other one I'm not going to tell you. You're going to have to come in and see us. Come see us. Boom. I feel like I need to work on my boom today. Well, I'm, I'm, boom. I'm much better. <laughs> uh, uh, they, you, you are in charge of the booms, that's for sure. All right, 1825 South, 300 West. Also in Orem, everything must go, 86 East, University Parkway. It's the warehouse. Thanks, Clayton. Thank you, guys. All right, well, more straight ahead. Stay tuned, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. I'm a charger that charges through the night. Like You're locked on to the big show, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 12, uh, 1280 The Zone. Uh, Gordon, we, we put out this, uh, well, actually, we just had a listener who created a poll on Twitter, and I retweeted it. It uh, was basically, who would you rather watch the Super Bowl with, uh, Hans and Scotty or you and me? And how about this? Shout out to this uh, this tweeter who may have my favorite Twitter handle ever. You ready, Gordon? Titan killing yep. long-term booty call tweets into the show <laughs> and says, says, I love Hans. But if he is the same during the game as on the radio, I'd rather hang with him afterwards and watch with my boy Jake, and I can make better food than he can. Yes, that's a challenge. And then adds, I love Hans's analysis, but I would want that during a game, or wouldn't want that during a game. That's me. So shout out to you, Titan Killing, long-term booty call. Uh, it, it absolutely, uh, we would have a great time watching the game together, no doubt. Notice he didn't mention you there, Gordon. Yeah, I, I did notice that. Did you, did you notice? <laughs> I, did, I did notice that. Well, we're we're getting crushed in the in the poll. Um, oh, however, only fourteen votes, so we we can we can chase uh, some more votes that way. But we're currently losing, Gordon, seventy eight point six percent to twenty one point four percent. So we're taking a beating. <laughs> Should we be offended by that, or should we expect no. that, or what? You know? We should expect Hands played in the NFL, you know, going up against that. It's tough. It's tough. We, we you know, 
But that's all right. I think we can do it. I, again, I don't think people understand exactly how much Hans talks about the offensive line. Uh, Gordon, let's talk a little bit about Gordon Hayward. We broached it uh, when we, we talked about your list earlier in the show, Jazz fans' feelings toward Gordon Hayward in this game. Honestly, I think Jazz fans are beyond the vitriol so much. I do think he would get booed if it were here and there were fans in the stands. But um, – I think I, I don't know if anybody's necessarily cheering for Gordon to fail, but on a night like tonight where they're going up against Gordon Hayward, I think they'd like to see him not walk off the floor a winner. Yes, that's the impression I get. Because, as you mentioned earlier, he did the jazz dirty, man. He really did, and he didn't have to be that way, and yet he was. Some people blame the jazz. They think they should have known what was up. But he he he... he he put up confusing signals at times, and uh, it, it was unfortunate that the Jazz could gain no advantage out of that situation. Yeah, and not, you, not not with him, but for themselves. And you mentioned earlier that the Jazz invested a you know a bunch of time and resources and made him a better player. He he certainly benefited from his time uh, with this team. But I think you know, Gordon, we were doing obviously uh, radio at the time. I mean, I, when he got hurt. For the most part, the outpouring from the fans was was a sympathetic one. You know, right. I don't think anybody uh-huh. wants to see anybody. Uh, you know, I guess uh, they they weren't exactly rooting for Boston to win basketball games, but nobody wants to see anything like that. And anytime you're, you're uh, and we take it personally because we love sports, right? But anytime you're rejected, you're going to have some some that's going to rub you the wrong way, right? Yes, I know you. Yes. You asked, uh, asked many a gal out on on a date back in the day and got rejected. It's rough. Uh, I'm trying to remember that ever happening. Probably a lot. I I would <laughs> guess. Uh, whatever. Uh, yes, being rejected is no fun for anyone uh, when it comes to something as competitive as NBA basketball. I mean, you're, you are, you, you, you develop a player, you help him get to where he is. And, and he put in a lot of work too, but it just seemed like the jazz deserved a little better. You know, who really deserved better in my opinion was Quinn Snyder because he, he, he really helped uh, and supervised Gordon's uh, development and, and then what does he do? Gordon says, I want, yeah, I'm going to go play for my coach, you know. And that, that seemed like it was uh, – shouldn't have been that way. No, uh, I I hear you. I don't know if you were ever give uh, Quinn Snyder truth serum and, and made him answer the question if he was offended by that. I'd be curious to to hear his, his honest answer. Of course, publicly – um, and maybe it's, uh, I'm sure to a certain extent, this is how he really feels. You know, he was nothing but wish Gordon success and those sorts of things. Cause you know, you never know. And you want a reputation of, of, uh, supporting players personally. And, and, uh, of course that's what he's going to say about Gordon Hayward. But I wonder if, if deep down, uh, Gordon regrets the decision. I, w- I would guess that that's the case, at least at a certain level. Yeah. I, I sort of have suspected that as well. Um, but who knows? It's water under the bridge. Nothing anybody can do about it now except for live and learn. And maybe maybe he learned a little something from that. I don't know whether he did or he didn't. But 
I do know this, that uh, Quinn has developed such a reputation around the league to help players get better that that secret is out of the bag now, and people do recognize it, and uh, that's much to the Jazz's advantage these days. They, remember back in the day when people would talk about, you know, players not wanting to come to Utah? I, th- I think that's changed now. I really think that between Dennis Lindsay and the, the sort of the, uh, the, the stage he set and Quinn Snyder with the way uh, he is so highly respected around the league that, uh, that yeah, I mean, look at Jordan Clarkson, for instance, who, by the way, was spectacular last night again. He was. Mm-hmm. He was. I mean, just spectacular. That guy, uh, would you let's put it put it in terms that you and I and our listeners can relate to? Think about trying to cover that guy. <laughs> Just think about trying. You're you're out there on the court. You know you're probably you know forty and uh, forty and over rec league or something, and you've been out there and and have played and have tried to cover guys before. Look at him. I mean, it's not like he's lightning quick, uh, but. He, all the spins and moves and fakes, and it, I just, that must be just a major, major challenge for even the best of athletes. Well, he's got a real nose um, to to get to the rim, there's no doubt. And he it, he's like Manu Ginobili in a way that he always goes one way, but still manages to beat his guy, which is just which is just amazing. But he gets to his, his spots on the floor. But well, hold on real quick. Can, can I talk okay. about the the – Making this place an attractive place for players to come. Yeah. Um, I, you know, reputation is a tough thing to shake. Um, and when Dennis Lindsay first got here, that was a big thing. That was a big thing he said is, hey, we're going to, we're going to change the way that this is perceived. It shouldn't, you know, we're, it's not going to be a disadvantage. We're going to turn it into an advantage. And I heard it and it kind of, I kind of thought, okay, I, you know, I don't know if it's quite that easy. Um, and I don't know if the job is 100% done like you kind of said it was. I, I don't know. You, you know, you still get the Golden State Warriors saying, you know, nightlife and all this stuff. But uh, I think the significance of retaining Jordan Clarkson is is an important one. And when we mentioned this to Dennis Lindsay, he brought up Derek Favors right away and said, well, Derek came back too. I think that's a little bit different because Derek was here already, um, you know, got to be comfortable with, with everything around and, and kind of realized, you know, this I'm, I'm – I'm happy here with Jordan Clarkson. He wasn't here very long, you know, yeah. and, and he, I, I believe, and I don't mean to, to personify to him, but uh, I believe that he said, Hey, this is a place where I really can succeed as a, as a basketball player professionally and personally, and not only opted to stay here, but opted to stay here long-term. I think that is significant because before that really, you know, the last free agent that had choices to go places and actually chose the Jazz over other teams was Joe Johnson. And the the example before that, I mean, you have to go back a, back a ways. So I, I think that that's significant. Well, there might be significance to both of those scenarios. Derek Favors having played here and wanting to come back and Jordan Clarkson not being here for very long and wanting to be here because of what you just described. And that's good news for the Jazz, because if they have that reputation around the league, then guys will want to come here. I'm not saying it's a finished product, and Salt Lake City isn't exactly South Beach. I get that. But it's still an environment where a player can thrive. Who doesn't want that? Right. Who doesn't want that? So they have succeeded in a major way. And I don't know what Hayward 
I, I don't know whether if he were with the Jazz now, would he do the same thing over again if he had the chance? I, I don't know. I have no way of knowing that. But it seems like had he stayed with the Jazz and they had continued on their trajectory of getting better, uh, I think he would have thrived here in a major, continued to thrive here in a way that was beyond what happened in Boston for sure. All right, Gordon, real quick on this this poll, who people would rather watch the Super Bowl with. We've gotten some more responses. First of all, our friend Titan Killing Long-Term Booty Call uh, tweets and says, Sorry, Gordo. Love to have you, too. Thanks for the shout-out. So there you go, <laughs> Oh, Gordon. thanks, so Titan Killing. Don't I, I, have I, your feelings hurt. <laughs> I do appreciate that. Thank you very much. Uh, our friend uh, living in SLC says, Could have an adult beverage or 10 with Jake. I'll see you there. There's uh, something different from the other two. Yes, if uh, you're interested in a, an adult beverage or three, that might be something to think about. Uh, let's see. <laughs> uh, Seek Adrenaline uh, tweets in and says, uh, uh, Good hell. Watching the game with Hans, you better have lots of money for food because Hans sure as hell won't bring anything. The dude would bring his family and tell them to eat because this is their dinner. Hans is the tightest person I've ever met. <laughs> that is very true, and I want I want it known that I'm I'm paying for everything if you're coming here. <laughs> yeah, you're darn right, Gordon. Let's bribe him. I like that idea. I like <laughs> no, that's that. a, that's not a bribe as much as it is a an attitude. You know, because that, that's the way that's the way I feel, and I care deeply enough about our listeners. Look, it's not about agreeing. It's not about just because I say things that you might disagree with or Jake says some cockamamie thing that makes no sense at all. That's not the point. The point is that we're expressing opinion here, but we love all y'all. And if you come, you come watch with us, you're, we're going to make sure, one, you're well fed and you're not being charged anything. And you're going to have a good time. And there's going to be all kinds of good, good uh, personable discussion going on. We're not going to bore you to death with the offensive line play. And, you know. and then when it's all said and done, we'll pour you into an Uber and you'll sleep well at night. Yeah, and Jake will bring the, uh, the uh, you know, the uh, adult beverages if that's what you want. <laughs> you know, but, and, you know, I mean, if you, if you don't roll that way, then then uh, we'll have plenty of other treats on uh, on hand for you to enjoy without feeling making you feel guilty like you got to pay for it all. Or that you can't come in unless you, uh, you know, roll out some, some, uh, you know, twenties or fifties or or bennies. You know, we're not going to deal with any of that. We're that's on us, not on you. And it is true that Hans would show up with every relative that he has, and say, "Hey, what's what's for dinner?" <laughs> <laughs> or or would bring along the the packaged carrots you're not packaged but the the baby carrots bring the hey everybody i I brought baby carrots are you saying that hans is the guy when everybody goes out to lunch and it comes time at the end if you're the banker you're the guy who has to he hans is the one that's shorting everybody wow i don't know if hans is stealing from people but no not that but not contribute you've done that before I've, i've played that role before where you're you say okay uh Everybody, this is what the total was, so everybody throw in what you think you you should pay to to make it to make it right. And then there's those people who overpay. I've noticed this. 
There's people who overpay, and then there are people who always underpay. There's You hang out with friends who underpay in those circumstances? I have. Yes, I have done that well, before. You should look for better friends. Well, and, and, and Jake, you're not that person. I, I know that no, about you. I'm not. You're, you're, you're probably always overpaying. But there are those. And, and the trends are, are they, they stay very consistent in that regard. Because I've been... I've been the uh, the banker on occasion at uh, group lunches, and I have noticed that. But in this particular case, the Super Bowl, hey, it's on us, man. We're paying for it. We're paying for everything you need. Every bit of comfort you need we is paid for. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll have more Big Show coming up next. want to remind you, Valentine's Day coming up. In fact, isn't it, uh, uh, what, a week from? Don't do math on the air. Anyway, it's the 5th today. That's the 14th. Is it, is it is Sunday? Up. A week from Sunday? I think it's a week from Sunday. That sounds right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's coming up quick, though. And, of course, flowers make the perfect gift. That's where our friends at Jimmy's Flowers come in. Uh, place your orders today. Get it all squared away and taken care of. You can get them delivered. Jimmy's Flowers with locations in Ogden, Layton, and Bountiful. Also, jimmysflowers.com. That's Jimmy's Flowers. And, Gordon, I found out today that uh, not only am I going to get to go to Jimmy's next week, but I get to go twice. I will be at Jimmy's on Tuesday and Wednesday. There's no better place to be at this time of year. So guess who's taking home flowers to the missus? This guy. <laughs> Best flowers in town. You I know, know. Jimmy's, Jimmy's has made me look good for years. They've, I know. Really... They've, uh, I've, I've uh, participated as well and, and been well rewarded for it. Well, I mean, you know what I mean. <laughs> no, I don't, but I don't want to either. I, don't, <laughs> no, I, don't. I just mean... Good feelings all around. All right, stay tuned. More Big Show live from the warehouse coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Well, I left Kentucky back in 49 and went to Detroit working on a similar Utah's highest-rated, most-listened-to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show, presented by Big O' Tires. Stop by your locally-owned Big O' Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O' Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, live at the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West here in Salt Lake. Also, don't forget about the Orm location, 86 East University uh, Parkway. Right now, it's time for a tri-day trading market update brought to you by TriDayTrading.com. Now, anyone can be a day trader. Visit TriDayTrading.com. How are we doing the markets today, Gordo? Everything up today, Jake. Everything up. The Dow was up uh, 92, or just over 92 points to 31,148.24. The okay. NASDAQ was up 78, uh, 78 and a half points, and the Standard & Poor's was um, up 15, just over 15 points. So up all the way around today. Decent week this week, huh? Your money bin got a little fuller this week, eh, Gordon? Well, I hope our listeners' uh, uh, you know, stash got a little fatter uh, because, uh, you know, like we talked about, this 
investing in the stock market, it maybe have some risk to it, but it also has some reward. And it's not like gambling from a standpoint that you are building something when you invest in, in it, right? Right? Yeah. Or, or you just did it for the for the for the profit. Well, I've always, you know, asked myself the question, uh, you know, if I had a billion dollars, what would I do with it? And and uh, the most appealing answer to me was always turn it into coins and have a money bin like Scrooge McDuck and swim through it. <laughs> I I don't know if that that obeys the laws of physics, but I always thought it looked pretty cool. You know, a big giant building that has like robots and lasers for security. No, not a big Ducktales guy, Gordon. That one missing. Not really. No. No. Okay. Not really. But what do you think money is good for? If I, I know that's a very broad question, but if I asked you that, what if you if you got uh, a windfall in the stock market? Uh, what, what I mean, what is it good for to you? What does it mean to you? What is it good for? Heating your home. So just just security, stacks of cash, the basics in, in, into the furnace. No, then, no. <laughs> Like, what does no. money mean, Gordon? I don't. Yeah, what is it? What is it good what? for? Some people, some people want to live a lavish lifestyle. You know, other people just want to get by. Some people might want to give some of their money away. You know, charitable causes. You know, maybe, maybe for some people, it's just they would rather have the money and have the security that that money brings more than they would want material goods. You know, what 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 is it good for for you? Is my question. Purchasing adjustable beds. <laughs> well, you don't need much to do that. Uh, maybe even a comfy couch. Uh, I'm sitting at a pr- uh, sitting on a pretty nice one right now. Some new furniture? Is that what you're saying? New furniture. New furniture. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, maybe a new mattress. <laughs> okay, that's pretty important. It is. Sleep well. Mm-hmm. It is. How about you? Another uh, another uh, um, expensive car. Uh, no, no. It catches my eye every once in a while, but no, that's not. Uh, at this point in my life, it's uh, it's more about experiences. What know? about a what about a luxurious new deck? <laughs> Are you asking that to make me feel funny because no. I already did that? Uh, no, no, not a, what, what about a what about a new bullfrog spa? what i still want to see the deck i haven't even seen it yet you've been threatening to invite me over to see it for months now i'll tell you what uh when when everybody gets vaccinated then uh come on over i want to see the new deck that's what i'm saying i that's that's all all. i'm jealous i'd I'd like a new deck that sounds great with no railing though (laughs) What's your deal with railings? I told you, you I didn't want a railing. Why? What? What? Why? What? Of all the things to pick, the, oh, I don't want that. Why would you say that? I don't know. I think it looks cooler without a railing. Okay. Well, what about safety? Oh please! <laughs> like I told you, it's like a foot and a half off the ground. Less than that. It's like a foot off the ground. What do I need a railing for? Uh, a foot off the ground. You know, someone could trip over that. It's someone good. Okay. Uh, all right, we are here at the warehouse, and, and yes, uh, if I struck it rich, 
I'd come down to the warehouse and I'd I'd deck out my whole house. Get, you I, don't you know, have to be rich to go down there and deck out your whole house. <laughs> That's actually a really good point, Gordon. I might start with this uh, this beauty that I'm sitting on right now. Actually, Clayton. Uh, Clayton joins us once again. How are you? I like this. Uh, you know what? I've I've been on this for a couple of weeks now, and it is nice. You like this? You I like do this like sectional. it. Oh, it's beautiful. Jake's sitting on a black leather sectional that we usually run at twenty two ninety nine and. We're doing it just because you're talking about it. We're going to do it for seventeen ninety nine. Hey, just because of, of me. You're welcome, everyone. That's right. Uh, no, it's you know you just kind of melt right. I six I could, seater, six piece, six six person uh, sectional. I could I could watch the Super Bowl on this couch. Wouldn't I think I could, I could do that with a smile on. Who my Who do you want to win, Jake? We didn't talk about it off the oh, end. Oh, I'm rooting for the Bucks for sure. Really? I can't stand the Chiefs, and Gordon's going to pick the Chiefs, so I'm cheering. Uh, but I, I have not announced that yet. That is yet to be announced. But we, <laughs> we shall see. I told you I can't tell you because then my team will lose. So, do you have, hey, so but you do have a dog in the fight. Yeah. Uh, for okay. Sure. I think I Wait, know. I'm a BYU fan. If yeah, that yeah, helps. yeah, yeah. I think yeah, I know which way you're going to go. Yeah. So, Clayton, let me let me ask you this question. This is a serious question because people Please. sometimes wonder. You just knocked like five or six hundred bucks off the price. And right. people wonder how you can do that. But it's because you look for the great deals that, that maybe bigger stores can't, can't uh, be nimble enough to do that, right? So you look for those great deals, and then you pass that on. Rather than gouge your customers, you right. pass those savings on. And I, I think sometimes people don't understand that. But that's really the way, ever since I've known the warehouse, that's the way business has been done. You know what, Gordon, exactly true. We are your classic family, brick and mortal little business, and yeah, we just there's there's some people on the same road that uh, we share and are in the same business with, and our competitors, and maybe they have bigger buildings and and nicer accommodations inside, and and salesmen that work on commission. We save you in every way, so we don't have salesmen that make commission. My dad goes out and buys things, you know, that may be discontinued last year. doesn't mean that it's a bad sofa. It just means that you're going to get it cheaper and not pay a salesman commission. And that's, that's the reason why 10 years ago when I came home from serving my mission, me and my dad were like, let's start a business. We have this connection through because of what my grandpa used to do, and let's do it. Let's, let's, let's keep it deals on deals on deals. And, and speaking of deals and fighting and going out and getting a deal, have you ever been thrown into a situation, Jake, that's like you feel like you're over your head and it's insane? Yes, I have. In fact, I told you <laughs> one such situation uh, uh, I've had earlier in my life. Yeah, it's a it's an interesting feeling. You ever seen the movie Tommy Boy? Yes, I have. One of my favorite movies. I'm freaking Tommy Boy right now. <laughs> All right? I'm, I feel like Tommy Boy and it's like, holy crap. How do I say, do the jokes, do the things that my dad does? And one of those things is taking over his email, finding those contacts, because a lot of, a lot of what my dad does is just personal relationship. Yep. Anybody knows my dad right? knows mm-hmm. that it's on a personal relationship status. We want to work with Tom because Tom's going to give me a good deal. We're going to keep that spirit. And, and I went through his email. I, I reached out to somebody, told him the circumstance, told him that, you know, my dad's fighting for his life. I'm taking over. What deal can you get me? And I went out and I fought for a deal this week, and I got twin over twin metal bunk beds. Awesome! That we usually sell for two ninety nine. I'm doing it this week through Tuesday. We're gonna keep it to Tuesday. Nice. One ninety nine. I got two colors. We've got. Uh, I think. I think we have eleven of them. That's it. 
I think that we that's how many we got. We got ten and one, I think. Uh, five and six, sorry, in, in black and white. One ninety nine twin over twin metal bunk beds through Tuesday. Um and those are going to go quick too. And those always go quick. Yeah, those yeah. are great. Those are great uh, things that people grew up with. Don't forget, I got two TVs for the Super Bowl. Awesome, forty-two inches, two ninety-nine, three forty-nine. I only have two of them, so I'm, one's an LG. The other one, I'm not going to tell you. You're going to have to come see me. So. These right here. Those are them. They're very nice. They're awesome. Yeah, they are very nice. You know, we've I've seen we've had the picture up on those uh, a couple of times, and they're very good. And it's the Super Bowl, so if you need a sectional, and you need a TV, come down and see us. We we talked about the sectional I'm doing for seventeen ninety nine. I'm going to call it the Jake. Come in and yes. mention the Jake sectional. Yes. Black leather, seventeen ninety nine, and get your TV going. You gotta watch the game. How can you not? It's the most American thing possible. Absolutely. All right. The warehouse, eighteen twenty five South, three hundred West. Don't forget Orem as well. Eighty six East University Parkway. Some extra special deals going on down there. Clayton, thank you very much, sir. Thank you, guys. All right. We'll have more coming up next. Howard Beck joins us on the Big Show, ninety seven five and twelve eighty the Zone.